0: Go to shopify.com/slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/slash try. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of
1: delicious Kroger milk for 1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline. Your Village is the most comprehensive site for evidence-based parenting classes available on demand at yourvillageonline.com. Now I'm back to answering questions this week. I have two more questions about some really common issues, but with some unique twists to them. I just love how so many questions overlap and many times seem to be things we all struggle with or have struggled with or will struggle with. But each of them has their own unique circumstance that goes along with it, too. Our first question today is about a potty training relapse due to what seems like just a complete loss of motivation and interest. The second question is about sleeping issues in particular early wake-ups. I remember those days I couldn't wait for the day when I could finally sleep in and I'm not one to really sleep in but I sure remember dealing with the night times and bedtimes with our first for so many months and then when we finally got it solved He was a very early riser. Then I got pregnant with twins, and I didn't get to sleep through most of that pregnancy either, and then the middle of the night wake-up started all over again. So after two years of being sleep-deprived, I think I just couldn't wait to be able to sleep on my own schedule again. I remember asking my husband, when is that day coming? We used to lament about that together at that time. So let's get to our first question about potty training from Stephanie. She says, I listened to your podcast and need your advice about my son's potty training trouble. He was two weeks into the process, having many successes as well as accidents. And I had to take him to daycare earlier than his normal time. Since my husband was out of town, he arrived before his normal teacher's work schedule. She was the one who had encouraged us to start the potty training process. My son had an accident and he was scolded and yelled at by the substitute teacher. She admitted to the director of the center that she was overwhelmed and frustrated and that she yelled at my son in front of parents and peers. All potty training progress has stopped. The incident happened about a month ago and to this day he rarely even wants to sit on the potty from my husband and I. It feels like he knows we want him to succeed badly because he can do this. He knows when he has to go, and his refusal is how he keeps his power, for lack of a better term. I'm not saying my son would have been completely trained by now, but I'm convinced the scolding he got at the hands of a daycare teacher didn't help either. We decided a week ago to take a step back and not to ask him constantly, but we still keep it a part of the conversation. We'll tell him that we have to go or are going. We ask him if he wants to go with us etc. I hope you can give us some advice. We're at a loss for how to make him excited and confident about this important big boy step again. Now sometimes when I get a question I will give a quick response back within a few days if I think it's something that deserves some quick attention and in this case with Stephanie I wanted to give her a quick response because I wanted to help alleviate her anxiety and stress around this because let's face it potty training can be a stressful undertaking in even the best of circumstances. And I wanted to give her some information and support for her situation right away, given the way that this has all unfolded. And so the following is the answer that I did give her. First of all, I'm really sorry to hear about your son being yelled at by the teacher. That is very unfortunate and is very likely the main cause of him regressing in potty training. Now, there are many things that can cause regression, but it is a step that some kids are very sensitive about and a negative experience can be a turnoff for them and therefore cause a regression. For some kids, the loud flushing of the toilet, for others seeing their poop get flushed away after they worked so hard to make it, is traumatic enough to put a halt to the potty training. I know it sounds weird, but it's true so here's what i'm going to recommend for now just back way off go back to pull-ups give it a couple of weeks to a month and just let him feel safe again and like he's in charge of his potty process because ultimately he is once he feels safe again he will be ready to pursue it if he hasn't started showing any interest after a month then you can start bringing it up very gently and slowly by doing the pre readiness steps like reading books, talking about your own potty process, having him take his favorite stuffed animal to the bathroom and have him help his animal use the potty if he feels like it. Then if he seems okay with that, then you can have him sit on his potty before or after a bath or first thing in the morning when he's changing out of a nighttime pull up and those types of things. He will get back to it. He just needs to feel safe and in control. Also, the potty training class on the website does cover all the steps and tips to introduce during pre-readiness, plus the actual potty training process with three different methods dealing with accidents and relapses and how and when to know if your child is truly ready. So once he is and you are ready to embark back on the journey, it's a good comprehensive class on the process. And that is at yourvillageonline.com under the health and development section. Now, after about a month, Stephanie wrote back, still struggling with the potty training process and with additional questions. And so I will first share this additional part of her struggle and then my response to her continued struggle. So Stephanie wrote, I felt like I should give you an update on my son's potty training progress. We took your advice and backed way off for about four weeks. We slowly started incorporating potty talk and potty activities back into our schedules to help him become more comfortable and in control of the process again. Unfortunately, he still doesn't show any interest in going on the potty for my husband and I at all. He's still in pull-ups full time. Just the mention of it and we usually get a reply of stop talking about it or even don't talk to me which is so disheartening when we know he's capable of going on the potty. As a matter of fact, he goes at daycare about 70% of the time. Sometimes they ask him and usually they go potty as a group and line up for turns on the potty. My in-laws recently had him for the weekend and he wouldn't even sit on the potty for them. And he's usually eager to impress Nana and Papa to get their praise and hugs and kisses. So it seems as though we're at an impasse. We've offered treats, a mini sucker or M&Ms, and even tried a potty chart with stickers, but to no avail. We feel like we need a new starting point, but don't know where that is. One of the hardest parts is that he goes to daycare with some regularity, but not at home or anywhere else. I can also say that he has never pooped on the potty. I'm reaching out to see if you have any other suggestions for us at this point. Any advice is appreciated and thanks again for your guidance and support. So I will get to my answer for Stephanie and her continued struggles to re-motivate her son for potty training right after a word from our sponsor. As an adult and a mom of a son, both with ADHD, I know navigating the expectations of life with ADHD can be a challenge, but finding the right care and proper tools needed to succeed can be life-changing. With the right resources, you can turn your ADHD into your superpower. Done is an online ADHD care platform that can get you all the resources you need to help manage your ADHD. Online visits, refills, and a 24 seven care team made for you. Starting to take care of your ADHD is as easy as one, taking a one minute free assessment to see if Dunn can help. Two, booking an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as today or tomorrow. Three, start receiving ongoing care. Enjoy online visits, personalized treatment plan, worry free refills, and 24 7 care. Take a free one minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, insurance coverage, and 24 7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co pays as low as $0. Unlock your path to better focus now at Get www.donefirst.com slash podcast. Done. Turn your ADHD into your strength. This episode is sponsored by By Heart. By Heart is an infant nutrition company whose mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science parenting for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Now that we're back after a word from our sponsor, RX Bar, I'm going to answer Stephanie's concerns about her son still not being at all interested in potty training at home. So first, Stephanie, I'm actually feeling really good about the fact that he's still using the potty at school most of the time. This is a really good sign. Now, my guess is this is happening because it's around all of his friends and peers. And when it's what other kids do, it's coming more easily there, but he's obviously still uncomfortable about the process. And so when he's home, he's feeling more comfortable, comfortable enough to just kind of be himself for lack of a better term. He doesn't want to have to think about it. So he's reverting back to where he's comfortable. Now, here's my biggest lesson as a mom and something I never expected to learn or face or a way in which I never actually expected to grow or what have you when I became a mom. Now, I had these visions and these daydreams of motherhood or parenthood like we all do. My kids weren't going to be perfect angels all the time. I knew that. They were going to melt down. They were going to get tired. They were going to get hungry. So none of that surprised me. In my head, I was going to react perfectly and calmly with understanding and empathy, but with boundaries. Now, obviously in reality, I don't always react perfectly. I do really well most of the time and I'm okay with all of that. But here's what surprised me. I thought I was going to be the one to do all the teaching. I was going to be the one to do all the shaping of little bodies and minds. I was going to be the one to be the great leader and inspiration for my kids. But obviously, that's not true. They have taught me a lot. They have helped me grow as a person, maybe even almost as much as I have helped them. They inspire me to be a better, stronger, kinder, more hardworking, more determined, outgoing person. They have taught me to have patience, to let go of control. This whole sort of Zen thing that is such a difficult thing in life that sometimes we learn through other lessons, but I'll tell you what, my kids have taught me this better and stronger than anything else I have ever done. How to sometimes just let go and allow life to be what it's going to be. Each of my kids inspires me and teaches me in so many different ways. My younger son is the most loving person I've ever met. My daughter is the kindest person I've ever met and also so tenacious, ready to take the world by storm. My oldest, now nine, has inspired me as an athlete, but most recently he has blown me away and has far surpassed any expectation I would ever have of any kid as a salesperson. I am so shy and introverted, and that's fine. I'm not saying it's a character flaw. My husband is very similar to me in that way. But this kid is outgoing. He's a salesperson. He set a goal for selling popcorn for his Cub Scout pack and goes out every single day for at least an hour and sells to try to reach his daily goal, to reach his long-term goal. Every day after an hour and a half of swim practice, he comes home, puts on his uniform and heads out through the neighborhood to reach his daily goal. It's been over two weeks and he's still doing it every single day. Why am I saying all this? What does this have to do with potty training? The reason I share this is that what we learn quickly and early is that our kids will be who they will be they will develop at their own rates in their own time. While they may be slower to potty train or read or walk than some, or in some cases, even most of their peers, the next month, they will surprise us with showing us more of their own unique strength we never even knew they had. When it comes to the struggles, the best we can do is coach, support, encourage. When push comes to shove and our child is shoving back, it's best to back way down. I'm not talking about certain things, but I'm talking about these developmental processes. And just let our child take the lead in these cases. Now I remember when Carter, again our nine-year-old, was in kindergarten and they wanted him to read 20 minutes every night. And he was a decent little reader back then, but he hated it. I pushed him too hard and soon he didn't even want me to read to him at bedtime. And this is one of his favorite things. That was bad and I knew I had to back way off. It didn't matter what his teacher or school was asking me to do. I knew it would backfire. Well, it already did and it was going to get worse if I didn't stop. I knew this was not in his best interest in the long run. So that's what I did. I had to back way off and just work on reading with him and to make it fun again. I did not ask him to read a single thing for a very long time. And then slowly started bringing in the fun back to reading, but that's a whole lesson for another day, which I may have even covered in probably one of my earlier podcasts. By doing that, by first and second grade, he was becoming an avid reader. By third grade, he was reading two grade levels ahead. That was last year. So when a child is letting us know they just aren't interested in something yet, it's best to follow their lead. Let your child go at their own pace. Let your child let you know when they're ready to proceed or go to that next level with whatever it is. Now, I'm not sure I did a great job or the best job of explaining what I wanted to, but basically what I've learned is that I needed to let go of the control. Let my kids be in charge of their growth and development as people in certain ways. I had to learn the fine art of when and how to push and when and how to back off. And that sometimes my kids really do know themselves better than I do. And I need to be open to listening to them and honoring that. When it comes to potty training, I also strongly encourage parents to stay away from the reward structures as far as treats or stickers and that kind of thing. It builds an external motivation rather than an internal motivation. So learning to let go of our own time clocks for them and letting them take ownership as someone who likes to be in control myself. I'm a very type A, very in control type of person. It has been one of the hardest parts to parenting in my experience. So for any parents out there who are struggling with the steps to potty training, you may wanna check out the class on potty training that I mentioned earlier at yourvillageonline.com under the health and development section. Along with pre-readiness, readiness, and not ready signs and steps, I also talk about a lot of the common pitfalls and issues that can go along with the potty training process. Now, our next question about early risers comes from Lindsay. Lindsay says, hi, Erin. Thank you so much for your classes and podcasts. They have been a tremendous help for us. My son Carter is two and a half and is having trouble with nighttime sleep lately. He goes to bed at seven and we would love it if he slept until 6 a.m., but lately he's been waking up at five or 530. He is still in a crib and has never tried to climb out. Lately at bedtime, he will lay down for a few minutes and then stand up and scream mommy until I come in. I have tried just laying down with him and saying it's sleep time every time he does this. It sometimes makes him angry and he just stands up as soon as I leave and screams and cries for me. I have tried not going in, but it usually just continues until I do. I know that I'm reinforcing the behavior by going in after a period of time, but I'm not sure what else to do. Please help. I also want to mention that we're going through some changes in our house. We're moving in a few weeks, and so it has been more chaotic here lately. Thanks again for everything you do. So for Lindsay, to get him to sleep later in the morning, the best bet is to push the bedtime later. So, Since actually 7 p.m. to 5 or 5.30 is a good 10 to 10 and a half hour stretch, it seems like he's waking up when he's ready to get up. So you might want to push the bedtime at night. So to do that, you want to do it in 15 minute increments about every two to three days or three to four days, even if you want. So you would start putting him down at 7.15 for three or four days. Then you would move it to 7.30. This will just slightly shift his sleep schedule and should take him through until about 5.30 to 6 the next morning. Now you could push as late as 7.45 to 8 to get him later into the morning if needed, but I wouldn't go any later than 8 o'clock right now. Now, I was actually going to ask you if anything had changed since he started this, so I'm glad that you shared about the moving because there's a lot of things that could be going on. He could be experiencing a growth spurt, he could be experiencing some teething of some sort, or the move may have him feeling a little bit anxious, so I would just get through this for now, going in and comforting him, staying with him and comforting him until he settles down and is getting sleepy after you're settled in from the move, meaning after a couple of weeks and the new surroundings, everything's unpacked, then you can tackle the bedtimes if he's still struggling. Now, Lindsay is a member, so I recommended to her that she go ahead and watch the toddler sleep class so that once she is ready to tackle the nighttimes, she can pick one of the four methods from the class she feels will work best, given her son's temperament and her parenting style. Also, Asking and listening to your gut instinct about why this has started. Is there really something bothering him? A physical change like molars or emotional struggles like anxiety about the moving? Or is it simply for attention or power-seeking behavior? Getting in touch with those gut feelings can also help you decide how you'd like to tackle it. If you feel confident it's power or attention seeking, then the mantra method becomes much easier to set that boundary. But if you think he's struggling with some developmental or life change or a physical struggle that's something that's hurting, then a more empathetic approach like the fading method, which is staying with him till he settles down and slowly removing yourself from the room earlier and earlier over a several week period more slowly may feel better for you. Again, wait till the move is complete and you're all settled in before you might start asking yourself these questions with your gut reaction because it may just go back to the way it was after the move and after everything's all settled in. So I would leave this process until after that is complete. And let me know how he's doing after you get settled in your new place. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered, you can send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty-nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone.